When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. All right, we got a, we got a full potato this week. No bye weeks. It's just football a palooza for the holiday, and with it, hit the music. Picks of the week. Let's dive right in. The Boomer Memorial right here. The red hot Bengals. Laying two and a half, traveling to the Steelers, Mr. Esaisen. All right, four weeks ago, the Steelers went into Cincinnati and beat them, and that was Jake Browning's first start. He had trouble with a 3-4 defense. The pass protections were driving him crazy. I saw him say this himself in a couple of these post-game press conferences. They will, they will be so much better this time around playing them. This is a revenge game for the Bengals. These games are always tight. They're always low scoring. I'm going to take the Bengals and the two and a half points. Yeah, under a field goal, and I know it's Tomlin at home, divisional dog. I don't know that that applies with the current state of the Steelers. I'm going Cincinnati. Bills, 12.5-point favorites in L.A. against the Chargers. Absolutely catching the Chargers at the right time. You know, interim head coach, all sorts of issues. No Justin Herbert. The Bills are flying high. Josh Allen is playing his ass off. You talked about it in the previous segment. The way that they're using James Cook finally is really paying dividends. I love the Bills here. I think they blow out the Chargers. Yeah, and also, the the more physical you play, the easier it is for a team to lay down and quit. And I'm telling you, Chargers are on quit alert after what we saw. Bills, absolutely. Seahawks laying two and a half at the Titans. Stinky cheese right here. Stinky Stinky. cheese. I I don't like this at all. I don't like what the Titans (laughs) did last week. They wore the old oiler jerseys against the Houston Texans, and the Texans went in there and beat them. Uh, the Seahawks, I'm not sure who they're playing at quarterback right now. Uh, I don't think Geno Smith is ready to go. I just feel like the Titans, I don't know, they're going to be a pain in the ass. I, you have the veto right there. I, that's, right I, I'm going to, you know, this is a game I would veto, I, and I am going to veto. I don't like it, and I, I think it just stinks. If you picked it, who would it be? I would take the Titans, depending on the quarterback for the Seahawks. If Geno Smith played, I would take the Seahawks. Yeah. If he's not playing, then I'm taking the Titans. I don't think Drew Locke well, on the road at Titans is not gonna, is not going to work. No, and I and I, I share your. I'm I'm going veto here as well, Scones. I I can't touch this game with a ten foot pole. Atlanta laying two and a half, hosting the Colts. Arthur Smith might be coaching for his job. But that's right. You know, we talk about surprise firings and surprise situations around the league. There always is one or two of those. This could be one of them. Uh, they are going back to Taylor Heineke right now because of what Desmond Ritter did late in that game last week that cost the Falcons the game. So Unbelievable. Right. I'm taking, I'm taking the Colts right here. I'm taking Gardner Minshew. I'm taking this Colt defense. And uh, I think they win at least by three points. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm not comfortable with it. I hate the idea. Atlanta's desperate, embarrassed after last week, but they're just bad, period. And the quarterback position, bad. Uh, Browns, favored by two and a half, traveling to Houston. Again, not sure about C.J. Stroud right here or Case Keenum. Case Keenum led them to victory last week, a uh, 
A nice comeback for them at the, on the road within their division. Browns are a different story, man. The Browns are a great defense. They will get all over uh, the Houston Texans, who basically uh, you know, are missing these wide receivers again. I, I yep. don't know how they won the game last week. They did give them credit. But I think this is a completely different set of circumstances. I do like the Browns here, as long as Joe Flacco is not throwing five interceptions in this game. No, no, but that Browns defense, I, I'm going to continue to say it, and I know I'll end up falling for the trap when they're in the playoffs and I take them plus points, but I, I, I love it. I'm going to take the Browns. Pack laying five against the Panthers. Now, I know you watch me every Sunday on the NFL today. Last week, my upset pick of the week was the Panthers. That's you know, right. We were, were about, both on it. But there are about 100 people there. I mean, I, the way we do it on the NFL today, you got to win. You don't get points and all that other stuff. So ah. I picked them to win straight up. And they beat Atlanta in the rain and about 100 people there. So um, I think we're going to get our same situation here where there's not going to be a lot of people there, which is good for Bryce Young and uh, that Panther offense. But I will take the Packers here. I think that they'll cover the number here, and I can see them winning by about 10 points. Look, I, I, I just keep saying it. Boomer, I hate this Packer defense. This Joe Barry and this defense and all the high draft picks. Tell me the next time they get a big stop. There's something that number's fishy. I'll just take the points. I don't know. I might be out of my mind. I I, I, I got to take the Panthers again. I'm going to go back to back on these guys. I'm nuts. Now, I heard your show in New York. Quote, I have to be right on the Jets at least once. Jets laying three, hosting the Commanders. <laughs> it's why? I don't know why. I, I Normally, I wouldn't bet the game, but, you know, because we have to pick it here in New York, I'll pick it again here on our show on Saturday. So, I will take... Uh, the New York Jets, I'll lay the three points. Uh, I'm just going by the Jet defense. And, oh, you know, quite God. frankly, uh, you know, Trevor Simeon's going to play. This is, a, this is a, uh, a commander defense that doesn't really have a great pass rush. I, I got to believe whoever is playing quarterback for the Jets is going to be able to muster up a victory here. So I'm going to take the Jets and I'll lay the three. I got to preserve my other veto because there's a game later I, I don't want any part of. Boy, do I wish I had another one to use here. All right, I'll tell you what. You talked me into it. Because I think the other line you said when I was listening was, the commanders, what are they doing? Yes. I don't know what either of these teams is doing. I'll take the Jets and lay the three. So I know what the Jets are doing. They're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come back next year. And to his credit, he has busted his ass with the rehab. It's not going to happen for him this year, which I never thought it was going to be in the first place. But he actually has set the example. And I do believe in his heart, and believe it or not, there is a heart in there. I do believe in his heart. He feels like he owes the Jets at least two more years of top-quality quarterback play, and hopefully he can give it to them. All right, trap game of the week right here. Yep. Lions laying three points, traveling to Minnesota. I'm taking the Vikings here, and I'm taking the Vikings because of their defense and Brian Flores. You know, the, hey, listen, the Lions have been – a good team. Um, I know that they're healthy offensive line-wise. Um, I'm not so sure about Nick Mullins and what he can do with this offense. But it just seems like the Vikings play better at home. Uh, their defense is good. Brian Flores should get uh, nominations for off a uh, defensive coach of the year, defensive coordinator of the year. And uh, I, I'm going to take the Vikings and the points. Yeah, it's the Lions, you know, off a huge win. It's the Vikings who blew that game in Cincinnati. And Flores' defense – Outer space, giving up 21 points late. Mullins, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Boomer, if people watch the games, Mullins is actually really good for them until he's not. And he does something insane. <laughs> Even one of his touchdown passes was insane. How about the interception I, of B.J. Hill? 
Oh, oh, dear God. I'm like, what <laughs> What was, was your that? hope there? He was like, I'm like, at best, you were going to complete a pass to that guy's ass crack. You can't, It's not possible. <laughs> Nick, you, you got to fall down. The play's over, buddy. I'm going to take the Vikings, though. I, it's, it's all on the line for them in Minnesota. I got to take the Vikings with the points. Bucks laying two against the Jags. Boy, doesn't this suggest there's there's a problem here with Trevor Lawrence? Yes, it does. And that's why I'm going with the Jaguars. And I think that Trevor knows it. Trevor feels it. I'm sure that uh, – and, again, I always fall back to the coach here. And I do love – I, I love uh, Doug Peterson as a coach. I actually like Todd Bowles, too, and I think he keeps his team in it. And, you know, Todd Bowles uh, told a, a very funny story to one of the guys that I work with on the NFL today about Baker Mayfield – he said, what's it like coaching Baker Mayfield? And Todd Ball said, you know what? If I asked him to put his face into a moving fan, he would do that for me. So that's how much belief they have in Baker Mayfield down there in Tampa. And I love that, uh, that story. But I, I'm going to take the Jaguars here and Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking the Bucks. The line looks too strange to me. And this is what we do. We bet the strange. I'm going to go Bucks. Bears, Cardinals. Now, for Giants fans, just FYI, you need the Bears to win this game like oxygen. Bears laying four and a half to the cards. And the Bears will win this game. This game is in Chicago. Um, so I'm assuming it's going to be a cold weather game. And look, you're talking about Kyler Murray, little hands, little feet. <laughs> and it's going to be cold. And I don't think that he likes playing in cold weather. And I'm just going to go by the old standby that a warm weather team or a dome team playing out yeah. outside late in December um, I'm going to go with the the home team, the Chicago Bears, and Justin Fields, who is trying to prove to the Bears that he wants you know he wants that job next year. <clears throat> I listen. I agree with you. The Bears are going to win. Just show me twenty to seventeen. I'll take the four and a half. I, I just don't like the Bears laying. This is a real power number now, too, guys. Four and a half is powerful because now you get all the zany two point conversions and stuff like that. Four and a half's the new three and a half. I'm going to take the cards with the points. Dolphins, a one-point favorite over Dallas. Okay. Fraud mm-hmm. ball. Somebody called this a fraud ball. I did not name it the fraud ball. I just heard somebody else talking about it. So all week long in New York, we were talking about, okay, which one of these teams is for real? One team can't beat a team you know, with a winning record, and the other team can't win on the road. Um, I like the Dolphins here. I think Tyreek Hill is going to play. Uh, I think the Cowboys bring out the best in everybody when they visit them, just like we saw from the Buffalo Bills last week. And I think the Miami Dolphins are going to put a hurting on the Cowboys again. And it's going to be another long week for Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott once this game's over with. Uh, it's This is so difficult. But the fact that they were installed as favorites, the problem, though, Boomer, seriously, the Cowboys got embarrassed last week. We love taking teams that got embarrassed the week before. But you're right. Away from home, something, it's in the water. Dallas's splits are unbelievable. The difference, I got, I got, I gotta go with the Dolphins. Did you I can't see? Believe I'm doing this. Did you see Mike McDaniel after they lost the Tennessee Titan game uh, on Hard Knocks in season? Did you see him uh, talking no, to his team? It was amazing. No, talk to me. It was amazing. What do you got? Like all the mistakes that were made against the Titans and how he took ownership of the way he should have called plays. But we all lost this as a team. I mean, it was a really, it was, it was. It was like head coaching 101. This is how you talk to your team. 
This is how you deal with what just happened against the Titans. And then you come out and you kick the ass of the team that you're playing next. And that's exactly what he did. I love this coach, man. I do. I love the way that he carries himself, the way he talks to his team. I can't get enough of it. Is Tyreek playing? I think he is. All right, I'm in. Dolphins. Broncos, seven-point favorites over to Patriots. Uh, you know, I, think, I hate this. I hate it, too. Uh, but I think the Patriot defense has played great. But here you go. We're late in the season now. Uh, I believe this game is in Denver, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver. And this is uh, – this is um, man, I'm going to take the Denver Broncos here. I think they're going to lay the wood to the Patriots. Yeah, and again, by the way, last week, the reason the Patriots didn't cover that game against the Chiefs, a Bailey Zappy Nick Mullins edition interception. I have no <laughs> understanding what he was doing. I'm serious. I mean, Boomer, you know the play I'm talking about. Yes. He's rolling out to the right. <laughs> he wasn't trying to throw it away. He actually thought, you know what, I'm going to be able to fit this ball between six people. I, it was insanity. And it gave the Chiefs that short field touchdown. You know, you get nine, Chiefs win by ten. That's the game. But the Pats' defense plays really well. They're, they're in this. It's just offensively. Woof. Yeah, woof I'll take Denver. Right. All right. I'll just take Denver because I have to. All right. This was the game I'm going to use a veto. Chiefs, Raiders, Chiefs lay in 10. No way. No way. You hate it. I'm going to take the Raiders here. I'm going to take the points. Uh, I think the Raiders actually have played better. Let's face it. Um, I know that it's on the – you know what? Actually, forget it. I'm vetoing this one too. I, I just – I got him. You know what? I got him, Scones. You know why? Because we don't have a Ram game to I really was just go over. Say, this is it right and here. And it's not the Rams. <laughs> Brought to you by Nervous Breakdown. <laughs> by the way, I, I think, you know, if I had to bet it, I would take the Raiders, but I'm not going to. Okay, fair. Uh, no, I'm with you. I would, but, man, I, I can't get there. I can't get there with Aiden O'Connell. But the Chiefs have no business. I'm not being disrespectful. They have no business with that offense laying 10 points to anyone in this league, maybe not named Carroll. You know what this game is going to be, Mike? You know what this game is going to be? Why? It's going to be the Kadarius Tony breakout game. What do you want to put on that <laughs> breakout nothing, nothing. game? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, I got a gift for him later in our next segment with Boom Pot. Don't worry. Eagles laying 13 and a half to the Giants. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to take the Eagles here. I'll lay the big number. And the reason I'm taking them is because of these, the way that they've played over the last couple of weeks, how disappointing they were last week, and how they lost to uh, Seattle. I think Jalen Hurts will put on a show here, and I look, they always get the best of the Giants, so I'll take the Eagles and lay the points. Yeah, I, I will too, and I have to tell you, I've reached spite store phase. If you're a Curb fan, Latte Larry, I, I'm now spiteful of all this Tommy Cutlets and Stilato nonsense. <laughs> we got arguments with pizzerias, and, and uh, you know what? Goodbye, everybody. Wave goodbye. Eagles lay the 13 and a half. Boomer, tell them about Casamigos. All right, best of the best right around the corner. Okay, so what goes great with football? It's Casamigos tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and love it, by the way. Make sure you have plenty on hand for the week. 16 games, whether it be Añejo, Blanco, Reposado, Cristalino, or Mezcal, it's Casamigos tequila. And they remind our friends to please celebrate responsibly.